It's that Christmas time of year, and the movie majors decided to review all of their Christmas movies. They're going to be reviewing Polar Express, Home Alone, and many, many more that you may also love, and there also may be some you've never heard of. So sit back, enjoy a nice cold or hot eggnog, and listen to the movie majors and their Christmas faves. Hello everyone, I'm Eli Hollingsworth, and I'm joined by my brother and co-host... Jake Hollingsworth, and hello, welcome back to another podcast today. We've recorded, like, this is the uh, third one that we've recorded today. We should have two more coming out, and um, it's just because we're trying to get these all out before we go out, before we, um, not, I was about to say move away, and that's not what we're doing. <laughs> um, before we... Surprise! Uh, before we go on a, our Christmas travels. So we're just trying to get all of them out so then we don't have to do anything over Christmas break. Christmas break, um, over the Christmas, over the Christmas week. Okay. That may make us sound lazy, but oh well. Yeah, and today, as you can see, this is uh, as our big finale to the uh, countdown. We're going to be doing Rudolph and How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Grouping the two together. The original. Not that weird Jim Carrey one. And not, and not that dumb... awful Illumination one. Yeah. We're talking about the original. And I don't know how many Rudolphs there have been. I think it's but been the like original, one. The original stop motion, claymation, whatever one. Um, and I have some things to say about that one. But. <laughs> but first, let's hear a word from our sponsors. Sponsors and then we'll us. jump right in. Yeah, well, well, us talking about our sponsor, Anchor. So basically, we're gonna hear a word from ourselves. But anyway, we should get to it. All right, we're back to talk about Rudolph and Grinch. And uh, which one should we do first? Well, we watched Rudolph first. Let's, so let's do Rudolph. Rudolph. Uh, this one is a stop you, you motion go for, movie. You go, for, you go first. Why? Go why do I have to go first? Because I have some things to say. Uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> Are they um, good things? We'll have to win. Yeah, great. I don't like suspense, but okay. Uh, I'm just kidding. That's you a lie. Don't That's, like a lie. That's a lie. That's a lie. That's a lie. I lied to you guys. It's I'm been sorry. Sci- it's been scientifically proven that the excitement that you have, like on, let's say this fits with the theme, Christmas morning, the real, like the best part of it for the human mind is like the anticipation before you open the present. Rather yeah. than actually opening, like, like actually seeing what's inside. Yeah, like the drop, like when you're at the tip of the roller coaster before you go down the drop. That's the most exciting part. Yeah, that's true. But yeah, I think this movie is it's decent. It's a decent film. Obviously, it's stop motion, and I have I'm biased. Call it a film. Uh, yeah, it's I, it's stop motion, and I'm biased towards stop motion because I do make stop motion movies on uh, JBH Studios YouTube channel. Go check it out now for three ninety nine. That that last part was a lie. Three ninety nine? What? I'm kidding. You, you don't have, have to, to pay four dollars <laughs> to watch your YouTube channel. That, that's a lie. Sorry. Uh, man, why am I lying on this? <laughs> I should stop that um, before it comes to habit. Um, so yeah, go watch JBH Studios. If you want to see some of my stop motions? Hehe. <laughs> But yeah, they did a really good job with the stop with the stop motion in this movie better mm-hmm. than I ever could. That's, that's debatable. Yeah, I think it's I be- mean, it's better sp- than what I do. I mean, when did this come out? Seventies, so that's pretty good for the seventies. But I mean, compared to what what normal people without movie budgets can do, like I mean, there's no question. Like I just think it doesn't like the animation itself doesn't really hold up as well for me. Like, and even the mouths don't even, like, fully match up with what the people are saying. Like, when they're talking, I think they just stuck on random mouth poses to them. Oh, they're talking. 
they didn't like make them match up with what they're saying. But again, this oh. is like 60s, 70s or something. It's it's insane like how much they were able to do. Yeah, so you can't go nitpicking on stuff like that. Well, I mean, you can, but it just won't be nice. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, yeah. Um, <laughs> now I'm getting concerned about being nice. Um, but yeah, this is just a good film. It's a, it's a cute little movie. I mean, it's yeah, like I said, it's decent. I used to really like it when I was younger. But, I mean, now, like I've said, it's decent. And that's just because, yeah, like you said, some of the stuff doesn't really hold up as well mm. in today's standards. Like, some of the, like, for example, the Rudolph outcast thing. Um, the Rudolph, like, being a social outcast is, like, so outdated now in today's terms. Like, cause, like back then, if you're different, then people were just like, get away from me. But nowadays, if you're different, people don't really care. You're not, like, banned from society. But, yeah, but, yeah I just think it's a good movie. Now, Eli, what do you have to say? That's it? That's all you have to say? Well, I mean, it's just a good oh, movie. Oh, yeah, well, on Rudolph, we still have a whole other movie to get to, so. Yeah. Uh, what is it? Much for there, me? Are, there are a lot of cracks I could see Uh-oh. in this movie, this this recent time watching it. I do have a few problems with it. No. All right, let's see what they are. Um, I just think the whole stuff with Rudolph and his nose and people not liking it was way too mean-spirited for this movie. And some just... Just stuff that happens in this movie is just laughable, the way they portray it, and it's supposed to be serious. Like how, like, they try to hide this this thing that their son has from birth. Like, as soon as he's born, his parents are just like, we have to hide it, it's good, get it out of here. And they could just cut it off. Like and even Santa Claus is mean spirited in this movie. He is such the a elves, jerk in this one. The elves put on created this and just worked really hard on this, on this, on this like Christmas song that they've been working on and they presented to Santa Claus. And what does Santa Claus do? He's just like, nah, okay, bye bye. He's just like mm, it needs work. Yeah, he, he just runs off. Yeah, he just doesn't even care. And then later, and then he he sees Rudolph and he's like. Oh, he was so good at flying. But he has a nose that glows. And therefore, we need to kick him out of our society. Wow. What a, what a, what a great Christmas town thing to do. That's like, I'm just like, what? But, but not only that. But when Santa learns, hmm, Rudolph's nose could be beneficial to my causes, he says... Oh, what a wonderful gift you have, Rudolph. Your, your nose is just the most amazing thing ever. Why does he have this change of heart? Because he finds out Rudolph's nose can serve his own self-purposes. Now, granted, I mean, his self-purpose is delivering toys to children to make them happy. But still, like... I like, never thought of it that way. Yeah, huh. like, like all of a sudden, Rudolph's nose can be beneficial to Santa Claus. Everyone all of a sudden is like, Rudolph, your nose is amazing. I can't believe it. Like, you can have a transition from, we were wrong to think that way of you. But the the way they transitioned into that is just completely off. Like, instead of, like, realizing we were wrong, it was just, oh, this can help us. Great, Rudolph, your nose is so great. Like, are you, like what? What? Uh, and uh, I had some issues with Herbie. Is that his name? Yeah. Herbie. <laughs> he was a little bland, I thought. He was, I don't, like, he, I had a problem with him. Because he's, like, he's, um, 
Oh, man. Well, I kind of forgot what I had. The problem I had with Herbie. Um, he is pretty bland, like you I, you said, because he's bland. And, uh, yeah, he is pretty bland. Just, oh, I want to do this. Um, Not really much meat to him. Yeah, Herbie is, is a little different because, you know, this is what all the elves do. And he's just like, I want to do something else. So he's kind of like trying to reject his... his um like thing that he's been born into uh which which is a little bit of more of an acceptable it's a what am i saying it's a little bit more acceptable than rudolph being born with this nose and because he was born with it everyone's rejecting him uh herbie is is he's been he he's just trying to choose to do this thing and nobody is wanting to let him which is a little bit more acceptable uh so like and just just yeah and then and then, like, okay, so we're to expect, this is this is a nitpick, I understand that, but we're to expect that Rudolph's parents and uh, the, ah, oh, never mind, forget what I was just about to say, that's nothing, that's nonsense. Um, I'm going to talk about Rudolph's, Rudolph's girlfriend in this movie. Oh, what is this, for, this is the, one of the worst, most, like, terrible, bland relationships that I've ever seen. But ever. But wait, wait, real quick. Would you say that it's worse than the Anakin Padme relationship in Attack of the Clones? Or would you say that it's What better? are you talking about? Anakin and Padme's relationship is the dialogue and the way it was presented was cheesy, but still, it's like an interesting dynamic. It was just the execution was bland and boring, and or no, well, not bland and boring. It was just awkward and weird and stalker. <laughs> Anakin be creeper. Yeah, uh, but this is just. They were like, let's tell the story of Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. They're like, okay, he goes on this adventure. And then they're like, they're like, oh, let's also have him have a romance and a relationship in this movie. It literally plays out. Rudolph sees this, this girl reindeer. And he's like, oh, yeah, I think she's cute. And then he's like, oh, you should go over and talk to her. And then he goes over and talks to her. And she's literally just like, you're cute. And then all of a sudden he's like, ah! He flips out and he flies and and, he and, and he proves his worth and they're still jeopardizing him. He's still jeopardized by his nose, which is just sad. Uh, but like that would never happen. He walk like you walk up to a girl. Hey, how's it going? She's just like, you're cute. What is this? That would never happen in today's world. Anyway, it's just like okay, we have to have them fall in love. She just says you're cute, and then all of a sudden he's like, yeah. So, and like, she sings a song to him too. <laughs> yeah, an annoying, boring song that I was just like, uh, oh, they burst out in the songs like really. Yeah, quickly. I know the songs. The songs. The the Renaissance era. What they did so well was they incorporated the songs in such a great way that they progressed the story. And this is from John Musker. I'm totally seeing this. Disney movie. Renaissance. In case you don't know yeah, what I'm talking 90s about, nineties era. Little. Let's just say. Little Mermaid, Beauty and the Beast, Aladdin, etc. Uh, Lion King, yeah, those movies. This is from John Musker's mouth. I'm totally staring at this. She's like from him, but he said ah, they mean. made it to where the songs like progress the story in such a way that if you took them out of the movie, you wouldn't be able to understand what's going on. Um, and this is totally not that. This is absolutely not that. The the um, Yule, no, no, no. What's his name? Yukon, Yukon, the guy, the guy with the pickaxe. Yukon uh, guy. Yukon guy. Yukon guy says he likes to find silver and gold. 
And all of a sudden, our Burl Ives snowman starts going, starts bringing out a song on silver and gold, which has nothing to do with our main story. It's totally derivative. It's totally derivative of our main story. It just it makes no sense. It's not like progressing the story. It's, it's not gonna sing that. It's like you know, showing them doing what they're doing or progressing the story or whatever. It's just he's he's singing silver and gold, just completely out of the blue and random and just like. So I mean, those are all my critiques because some of the aspects that we're supposed to take seriously <laughs> in this film are just completely. They're just kind of laughable at some points. And Even though you forgot one of your critiques revolving around Herbie. I don't think I really had too big of a... Was it that um, red light source? What? Where, like, um, they tried to make it seem like it was coming off of his nose? No, that that's not relating to Herbie. That's relating to Rudolph's nose. Okay. So, it's from what I got, you didn't really like this. You don't really like this movie eh, anymore. It's still a classic, and the story itself is still pretty good. Just the ex- they fumbled a little bit on the execution and some of the story points that they chose and some of the execution was just a little bit laughable and stuff that we're supposed to take seriously. So, I mean, yeah, even though it has its flaws, this is a good Christmas special. So now we should transition into How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Is that how you do the voice? Wow. So you just went, whoa, you just like changed voice. You just, How the Grinch, and then you went, Stole Christmas. Like switch stole Christmas. Like, I don't remember. I haven't seen that. I haven't seen that Jim Carrey one in a long time. When was uh, that? When, when did you watch it? I don't know. Probably like a year ago or something. But anyway, we're not talking about the Jim Carrey it. Grinch. Yeah, no, we're talking about the thankfully. original Doctor Seuss Grinch. Well, yeah, the original one, which is so much better than any of the adaptations that we've had. I haven't seen the Jim Carrey one, but I have seen the Illumination one. That one was awful. Ooh, that one was the bad. trailers made it look so good, and then we get there. Well, any Illumination and, trailer makes it look so good. And then we get there to the theater, and I'm just like completely disappointed. I'm just like, what is this? Yeah, I'm like, what am I watching? Um, but the no, the original is. is As much as I love Benedict classic. Cumberbatch, he could not save that movie. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. But yeah, let's, we should. Okay, but enough about the Illumination one. Ugh, let's just forget that one. Even though for some reason people like that one, I don't understand why, but let's just talk about the original. So the original one is basically just um, a transition of the, of transitioning the book into a little 22 minute short. Yeah. They didn't add any, they just did a direct translation of the book to the screen. Yeah, there's no filler, there's no added subplots, like in the Jim Carrey one, that don't make any sense and are just weird and off and nothing, nobody cares. And, uh... And they just it's just exactly what is needed, and of course Chuck Jones heading the whole thing up, amazing. I did not notice that Chuck Jones was directing this until uh, this most recent time, and he's like animating. You know, Chuck Jones, a legend from Looney Tunes. I'm just like, as soon as I was like Chuck Jones, I was like yes, uh, and he, yes. <laughs> I didn't say it like that, but uh, it was just like like I mean, just you know, it fits Dr. Seuss's style. You know, the clever rhymes and everything, the dialogue is quotable, and um, the animation matches his style, and just it's just like... Okay. What? I'm going to be straight up honest right here. The rhymes get a little bit on my nerves after a while. The what? The, the amount of rhymes that they have. Really? Yeah, I mean, I'm cool with it when we first start out, but as we go on, I'm just like, okay, do we have to make a rhyme every other sentence? 
It, I, no, I'm not fine every with other it. sentence. It's every sentence. <laughs> that would be even worse. No, it is every sentence. Oh, okay. I mean, like, I'm, I don't despise it. It's just, I'm fine with it, but I have to go all, as it goes along. It starts to get on my nerves a little bit. I'm like, Are you kidding? I okay. love it. I eat it up with a spoon. I'm like, just like, okay, can we quit with the rhyming, please? I, I love rhyming, and there's just clever rhymes, so I'm just like, <laughs> feed it to me. I'm just, I mean, I'm, I, I'm... How could the rhyming annoy you? I, after a while, it's it Dr. starts to Seuss. annoy me. I know, I'm not critiquing, I'm not making, I'm not, like, dissing Dr. Seuss, like, throwing shade, not causing him to turn over in his grave or anything. It's just, it gets annoying after a while, in my opinion, but that's just me. What do you think about the rhyming? I love it. As I said before, I just go... <laughs> I just eat it up. I just eat... I eat it, but then after a while, I start to get tired of it, and then I spit it out at the person who served it to me. I'm just kidding. Good. I um, took that joke and too This far. one is just, you know, a classic message of your heart having to grow two times in order to celebrate Christmas. Pretty much. Oh, wait, that's not what it is? No. The, the, the lesson is don't steal everyone's presents. It's just, you know, the spirit of Christmas. The Grinch is, you know, he learns his lesson because the lesson is Christmas isn't about the presents, but it's about being with your family. And that's the message that they try to teach to all the little kids. But the little kids under the age of five, as we said before, are always like, give me presents. Yeah, they're just, that's all they care about. And I speak from experience, because I remember when I was a five-year-old, mm, so many years ago, I remember just being like, yeah, I don't really care about that. I just care about the presents. <laughs> that was that was all of us when we were kids. Just all we care all we yeah. care about was his presents. Yeah, no one no one can disagree. So unless there's that one kid who was a goody two shoes, mm-hmm. <laughs> and probably still is today. So yeah, Grinch is an absolute classic. Close this yeah, out, Jake. Yeah, totally. So this is Please. a this is the final episode in our Christmas countdown. Yes, the final. Oh, sorry, go ahead. So um, we hope you have a Merry Christmas. Make sure to get some good time in with your family. Don't worry about the presents. <laughs> if you get them, great, but just make sure that the main focus is not the presents or the cookies, but about the time you spend with family. And more importantly, that we're celebrating Jesus' birth. Yeah, That's the most important that. thing of all. Don't get that part. Uh, but, no. So go, go and spend some nice time with your family for Christmas. Yes. Don't waste your time listening to this podcast. We hope, hopefully we I know hopefully um <laughs> hopefully you've enjoyed our Christmas countdown. We've had I'm sure I know I've had fun making them. Yeah. It's been and, cool. Yeah, hopefully you guys have as we said, hope you guys have a nice Christmas. Be sure to list watch go to YouTube and watch watch us on Hollywood Enterprises, JBH Studios, Hollywood Gaming, Minecraft Madness and Movie Majors YouTube channel, this addition to the family. Keep listening to this podcast. Um we, be sure to look out for some more of our episodes that will be coming out today. And Merry Christmas!